0: Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. It's a brand new episode of Flyers Daily for Tuesday, the 20th of December. Flyers will be back in action tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets, bottom two teams in the Metropolitan Division. Flyers with 27 points through 32 games, Columbus with 22. It would have been a very intriguing matchup had the Flyers had Cam Atkinson and had Columbus had Jake Voracek. Neither of those will be the case. And neither of those players will play for the remainder of this season. Atkinson obviously hasn't played at all this season. Voracek did. He is out for the season uh, with a severe concussion. So it'll be without Atkinson. It'll be without Voracek. And that one-for-one trade that culminated a couple of off-seasons ago, uh, not going to live up to the billing coming up tonight at Wells Fargo Center. Now, the big news yesterday. And it's very unfortunate news as the Flyers have been dealt yet another blow. And Cam Atkinson, who has been battling to come back, uh, will not be doing so this season. There was a lot of hope that he could and that he was going to. It looked imminent at one point. Flyers general manager Chuck Fletcher put out the following statement saying, the Philadelphia Flyers forward Cam Atkinson will undergo neck surgery on Wednesday and he will be out for the remainder of the 22-23 season but is expected to make a full recovery The club will have more information following the surgery. Now, the kind of timeline of this surgery for Cam Atkinson has been, you know, one where he came into camp and was seemingly okay. Then he was dealing something and it was day to day. And then as days went by, it turned into weeks. And then Cam Atkinson, eventually, a couple weeks ago, was fully cleared for contact, lost the contact jersey at practice, was a full participant in physical drills, and matter of fact, had a really good board battle with Rasmus Ristolainen where Ristolainen lost his helmet. But apparently, at some point along the journey in trying to get back, he had a setback, and now is necessitated to have surgery as the best path to move forward for Cam Atkinson. And where I want to kind of pick up on this here is, I know this is tremendously frustrating for the Flyers fans. You know, something that Seemed innocuous and started out day-to-day. I remember in training camp, John Tortorella saying, "Uh, Cam's not going to play tonight. Cam's not going to play in preseason, but he'll be ready for the opener. And we hear that, and then all of a sudden, it's day-to-day, week-to-week. Here we are. He's not going to play a single game this season. And it brings you back to Ryan Ellis. And I get why. Because Ryan Ellis is is a guy that we heard very similar things about. Injuries, and in particular, back injuries, a neck injury, which, with what Cam Atkinson's dealing with, things can change very quickly. But it does not make it any less frustrating. And you just you want to say to yourself, when is this cloud going to lift of these not only injuries, but extremely significant injuries to extremely important players? And you look at Couturier, a now dual back surgery. Ellis, obviously, the so surgery. So as, whatever you call it. And now Atkinson, it's unbelievable that he's not going to play a game this entire season. And he's a he's a big loss. He may not be in his prime as a player, but he's still a good player. And I think every bit that you lose on the ice, as as much as that is a loss, I think it's every bit the loss in the locker room, and leadership. And a guy that I think that a lot of people were counting on, players in, included, was being kind of that, you know, John Tortorella whisperer. He's a guy that played for Torts for six years in Columbus, had his most successful seasons under Torts, certainly gave him the vote as the the guy to be the next head coach of the Flyers, told me on breakup day, he's exactly what we need, and he's not going to get to play a game for him this season. First and foremost, you know, best of luck with the surgery to Cam Atkinson, you know, dealing with neck pain and back pain, is a miserable place to be. And I just hope that he gets the relief that he wants so he can, you know, be comfortable physically. And we'll see where his career goes from here. A neck is always tenuous. I mean, they expected to make a full recovery. You hope that's the case. You know, we're all rooting for Cam Atkinson because he's a really good guy. But it is incredibly unfortunate and very frustrating At the same time flyers did get a bit of good news yesterday and that's the fact that well maybe two bits of good news one that first and foremost wade allison will be in the lineup tonight so the return of wade allison that's a good thing and that sean couturier is due to begin skating in either december or january and there could be a projected return date for him at some point we'll see if that comes to fruition if that's the prudent thing to do you know, I've said this last year, shutting a guy down without him returning. If he can play and there's no risk of further injury, and I guess, I know there's pause when I say that for a lot of people, you know, but I think it always is better if he can get back out there this year and head into his off season, kind of knocking a little of the rust off. Kevin Hayes did that last year. People said shut him down. I said I thought he should be playing. And he wasn't the same Kevin Hayes last year and, you know, came in this year and the the, the two benchings and the scratch excluded, I guess. But, I mean, he de- he did come in this year and looks more like Kevin Hayes. Now, more like Kevin Hayes may be part of the issue for John Tortorella. So let's hear from Torts. He met with the media yesterday. He'll give you some great context on the Cam Atkinson situation, how it played out uh, to his eyes. And also the Kevin Hayes benching, so also Wade Allison and some other things. So here's Flyers head coach John Tortorella yesterday addressing the media. To kick
1: things off, the Flyers announced today that Cam's undergoing season-ending surgery. I mean, obviously that's a huge loss for you guys, even if he hasn't played at all this year. But but what's it been like, you know, this whole process trying to be there for him and in terms of making-
2: yeah, it's been it's been hard for him. He's he's. Uh... He wants to be part of it. You know, he wants to try to help. Uh, He sees what we've been going through a little bit here and uh, have to consider him probably one of the top players from last year's team. Uh, He wanted to be part of it. He's tried everything to try to get back in. And uh, he's made the decision, along with the doctors, that this is the best route to go. So hopefully we uh, wish him good luck on that. and, And he's healthy and ready to go next year.
0: I don't know if you get any specifics, but Joel Farabee said it's similar to the problem he had with his neck.
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to speak out of turn, Sam. I, I just don't know. I, Cam and I've had many conversations, not so much about what the exact, what you call it. So I, I really can't speak on it. Uh, I, I'd be, I'd be, I just can't. I'm not an expert by any means.
1: I, you said you're not an expert, but. Is there fear, and this might not be your area? But is there fear that this could be career threatening, or
2: you think- not? Not the conversation I've had with Cam. I haven't talked to any doctors. I've Cam and I have talked quite a bit on this. I mean, I've, I coached him for six years, and uh, I was kind of a sounding board for him as we were going through this. I, I don't. I don't. The way Cam's ready to get this done, and he, he wants to get back on track to get uh, to the. There's no question in his mind. This is the best thing for him, and uh, doesn't fear it at all.
1: Talking, a, talking to him, how, how frustrating him down was he was, was to come
2: to see him, and it was kind of scary. Sometimes. Yeah, he, he, he you kind of get, and again, I, I don't know, I, I'll explain a little bit how Cam felt with me is where he felt like he's coming, he was he's ready to go, even looking at a date, and then he just has a bad day. It just it would not get over the hump for him. And, uh, and, and I can understand him trying to do everything he possibly could without getting opened up especially in that area. You know, it, it's easy to say, you should have got it done and this and that. And it, it, it's easy for outsiders to say that Cam wanted to, he wanted to play. He's a great competitor, tried all different things with Tommy, the whole group down there. And he just couldn't sustain it to, to where to get over the hump. He went, he felt really good. And then it, it just dropped off. So this is what's been discussed with the professionals and they feel this is the best route. Cam has uh, obliged them and is going to get it done.
1: When you say that he had a bad day, did he have a setback or just wasn't continuing to progress?
2: Well, I mean, we're arguing it's semantics right now. For me, it, just, it, it just, you just didn't get where you needed to be to play.
1: Changing gears for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, you obviously you know, didn't go into too much detail about your decision to, to scratch Kevin Hayes. It looks like he's going to be back in the lineup tomorrow. Is that the case?
2: You know, Kevin will play. I'm not sure exactly what the lines will be, but he'll go back in tomorrow. Yeah. What are you looking for? Andrew? Yeah, I'm not going to get into discussion. That's where you guys want me to go. And as I said, and I'm not trying to be coy, uh, stuff happens. I have to make decisions on people. Uh, and as I told, I think Charlie, when Charlie asked, these are uh, uh, standards of health for everybody in this organization, no matter what draft pick, no matter what stature no matter what you have, no matter what you thought about out in the area here, I have to hold a standard for everybody. And that's how it's going to be. Um, I think that's the proper way to build this hockey club. We're going to stick by it.
1: Kind of as a follow-up to that, we talked to Kevin a few minutes ago down in the locker room. He basically said that he didn't think he should be scratched, but you're the coach, you make the decisions. Is it, Is it hard when, you know, do you feel like Kevin understands why he's being scratched and is it tough when there's, I guess, a disconnect or at least there appears to be a disconnect?
2: There, there is no disconnect as far as I'm concerned. Kevin, I have had many conversations with Kevin, uh, had conversations prior to this. And, um, yeah. So again, I don't want to get in, I don't want to get into a, a public debate with Kevin, uh, with you guys, as far as why, uh, it's one of the things I pride myself on is being honest with a player. And uh, I, I, I think they deserve the honesty, whether it be good or bad. That is my job is to be honest with them. So however Kevin feels about it, I I don't understand his thinking there, but uh, again, I don't know how he answered your question, how the question was played. Uh, I, uh, I will never lie to a player uh, about anything. And when it comes to a, a scratch uh uh it isn't i'm sure you guys think it's because of a turnover uh the turnover in the middle of the ice it, i'm never scratching a player for one mistake and, and this is where kevin is at, kevin and i have had those conversations much prior to him missing a game so i'll leave it at that that's as much you know let's leave it at that that's fair
1: wade
0: ellison happy with the progress he's making
2: i haven't seen him play
0: in practice I mean did you look like him did not really
2: watch him that much yeah I watched you know I, I can't focus on a practice of what what you think he is and and give a progress report on one practice so we'll see how he goes he'll play tomorrow and uh we'll see where it goes
1: over the last couple of days you guys you guys didn't practice on on Friday you didn't practice yesterday were you getting the sense that the team was a little bit worn down by the schedule yeah
2: yeah I mean this is this is something and I think we've had some conversations through the past three or four weeks. We, you see the schedule, you, you see every other day, you see some of the competition we're playing against uh, taking in part, some of the injuries and people we've had out. Uh, I think some guys maybe maybe they shouldn't be worn down, but I think there are some guys that should be worn down and of ice time they've gotten. Uh, yeah. So w- we've been very cognizant of trying to just concentrate on uh making sure they're set to play the game because I do think you can over practice in our game, uh, uh, especially in this type of situation. So we've tried to do it the right way. Um, Had a really good practice today, which I, which I was really happy with as far as some of the things we did cover. Uh, But we were very cognizant of just making sure we had energy to play through this schedule. We got, you know, we got three and four now. And we were talking about that today. We need to cover some things on the ice. I didn't want to keep them out as long as today either, but we have to, to just to get through. You know, I just want to get through these three and four nights. But we also had to touch upon some things on the ice uh, during our practice. Much about you go to heart with what's gone on and disability. Mentally, Kevin Edge through all of this. As far as his compete level. Yeah, yeah, Al. He's been, uh, uh, and I, I've stated many times, he's been. I, I watch how he. Handles himself, not just how he plays. Uh, I'm impressed with the guy. Uh, uh, you know, I, 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 when I first came here, I had a lot of conversations about him. Uh, uh, been put in some tough spots here early on in his career, maybe coming too early. Um, I, I think he's been a really good pro. He's been level uh, when he plays really well. He play. He's been level when maybe he struggled a little bit. That's what I. That's what I watch and. Uh, I think he's been a really good pro seems like a great kid as I get to know him. Um, and has been, he's played, he's been pretty good for us.
1: Carter's admitted that particularly last season and the season before, but, but last season that over time, he tried to put it out of his head, but the losing did get to it yeah. at the end of the year. Obviously you guys have struggled, you know, from, from a loss standpoint over the last month or so, are you seeing that at all this time or do you think he's growing past that?
2: No, I, from what I see of him, no. And, and and not just him, but our guys. It's a big concern of mine because I think we've played hard. I think we've been involved in a lot of games, a lot of one-goal games, and uh, having chances when even the other night, it's 6-3 to three score, but we're right there at the end, one shot away. Uh, that that I think sometimes that's almost, well, I shouldn't say it's hard because you don't want to get blown out, but when you're, when you're just striving to get that next goal or the next save or the next big play and it just doesn't come consistently, that worries me that wears down a team, not practicing. And it it, it, wearing down of an athlete starts here and then it starts going into the legs and hands. And that's what worries me. And I, and I think our guys have really uh, battled through that and uh, have been productive and, and, and positive as we've gone through this stretch. So uh, hoping they, I hope we keep our energy up. Hope we keep on improving and try to find a way to get some results. We talked to some players today about the bad luck this team has had over the past couple of years with injuries, and they said that hockey is a physically demanding sport, can be almost dangerous. Is the thing with Cam almost a reminder that, you know, maybe the public doesn't understand that every night you put yourself on the line
1: out there?
2: Yeah, it's, a uh, you know, bad luck. I don't know. Everybody has injuries. We've had a lot, you know, as far as man games lost. I get that. But we – I certainly don't want it to be an excuse. But, yeah, you – um. You know, these this is a uh, so much faster than back in the day. So much faster, bigger, and faster, and uh, it, it can put you into a into a serious situation if you're not careful. So, uh, yeah, it, 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 there's only so many years players have careers. Uh, some uh, just can't fulfill that because of a major injury. So uh, that's something we have to respect about our athletes as far how, as far as how they go about their business. I'll I'll speak for my team and I and I really I really believe uh as I've said all our athletes in, in this sport we've got really good people uh, really good people and I have a ton of respect for them, what they go through uh, through a long season it's a lot of games I guess we're going to add more uh, they're talking about um, I have a tremendous amount of respect how they uh how they're pushed by us and how they continue to to give and uh we're very lucky to have him
1: well, going back to Wade prior to his injury what did you think of the way that he was playing the
2: game what he was playing think? well he was playing well at that time if I remember correctly I thought his game was really coming along uh he was playing more straight ahead um and uh, yeah hopefully he'll go in tomorrow night I'm sure there'll be some rust and uh but for his game as long as he uh, he has the legs to get there we want to see him check, play straight ahead, and. Uh, get noticed that way.
1: Regarding Wade, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of get the sense when you talk about him that like, there are some things about his game that you absolutely love, and it's almost like that makes it even more frustrating when he does the things that
2: you hate. It drives me crazy. Yeah, because he, he, I, I, I can see how effective he can be if he just concentrates on, on his game, being who he is. Uh, I think he kind of uh, gets lost sometimes uh, uh, still a young guy uh, has to learn but uh, I, I think he's been very coachable uh, we've had a number of conversations uh, uh, I do I do think he was playing really well at the time that he was injured I just wanted to pick up where he left off there oh, there the are some struggles there'll be some rust. he's been out a while but for him to get his game back I think it's pretty simple and that's that way and uh, yeah so hopefully uh, hopefully it comes back to him quickly thanks sir. Thank you. Thanks, guys.
0: There he is, Flyers head coach John Tortorella, uh, discussing a new number of topics uh, with the media uh, yesterday at the Flyers skate zone uh, on the day that they announced that Cam Atkinson will have season-ending surgery coming up tomorrow, and uh, we will not see him in a Flyer uniform this season. It is Flyers and Columbus tonight at Wells Fargo Center, last game of the calendar year, 2022. Columbus comes into this game with the third worst points percentage in the NHL at .367. They were hoping for bigger things with Johnny Gaudreau. They've been dealt the injury hand as well. I mean, they are missing several key players. Uh, Cole Sillinger's questionable for tonight. Boone Jenner now out till mid-January, dealing with a thumb. Adam Boquist out till late December. Corpusallo out uh, till late December. As I mentioned, Voracek out for the season. Jake Bean out for the season. Zach Warinski out for the season. This is unbelievable Danforth late April um, I mean the injuries that they're dealing with very similar to the Flyers and it's hard to overcome those injuries when they're to very key player. like the loss of Boone Jenner I think is a huge one for them obviously Warinsky is a big big loss all of them are big losses but it's hard to overcome these injuries and such catastrophic, I mean, you see out for season, out for season, out for season. Just insane how many injuries uh, they're going through, Flyers are going through. Flyers with the second most man games lost this season. The team with the most man games lost this season is in second place in the Atlantic Divisions, the Toronto Maple Leafs, So we'll see Thursday at 2 o'clock. But the key to the fact that they have the most man games lost, four guys, very key guys for them, Marner, Matthews, Tavares, and Nylander haven't missed a game. That's the big difference. So, and the fact that they they have players like Marner, Matthews, Tavares, and Nylander. That's a big difference. So, Flyers in Columbus tonight, we'll break it down tomorrow. Join us then on a brand new Flyers Daily.